0: Of my roommate's dog
1: do it I will never understand dog people no never, never. I um, will never
0: ever ever no it's not my tea. it's like so much responsibility
1: for what right. for something that's gonna die in 15 years right
0: cue my dad
1: something that like what is gonna like lay with you when you're not feeling great Cool. Great. Okay.
0: Somebody that can't even use the toilet.
1: Right. Someone that, like, you have to leave the house every time they need to pee.
0: We just lost, like, a bunch of people listening. You know what?
1: Good. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Get the fuck out. If you're a dog person, leave.
0: This is like, ugh, God. That's too much.
1: You know, I I hung out with uh, one of my old roommates yesterday like, yeah. for a little walk, and she has dogs. And even she said, like... Who? Lauren. Oh. Yeah. And even at one point she was just like, I don't get it. Dogs are so much work. Like, why do we do this? (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's That's your
0: fault. (laughs) Instead of having a baby, you wanted to have a dog.
1: I don't think anyone's having a baby. No.
0: Don't have babies either. It costs too much money. Have you ever, like, seen a bill of a, like, pregnancy? Mm Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. It's like... College tuition before college, Mm -hmm. just to bring a child into the world. You know, yet we can't get abortions.
1: Someone I fuck. Someone I vaguely know is pregnant, Mm -hmm. and found out. We found out yesterday, and it was like, "Ah, damn. That we're at the age where this is like a normal thing now. That people are like, oh yeah, we're having a baby. It's like, wow, fuck. Oh my god. I mean, I'm almost thirty. Wow. Mm." What? Yeah. And then I had the other, the second thought, like, I'm going to be like 40 before I ever have a kid.
0: Do you want kids?
1: I don't know. What do you mean you don't? I that? want the possibility, but that's not going to happen as a single parent. Why? I will not. I will not. No.
0: Why? No. That's not a reason.
1: I, I won't.
0: But that's not a reason. You I just don't. just keep saying no.
1: Uh, that's, I, do I need a reason? I think no. it's obvious. Being a single parent is fucking hard and fucking expensive.
0: You think being uh, a non-single parent is any easier and less expensive? No, but you have someone to foot the bill with.
1: Do you? I mean, because like, yeah, yes, you do. But if you have two not, people bringing in a full-time income.
0: But two people are gonna constantly disagree on like what's necessary for like a child's like upbringing, and then it's gonna turn into like. Well, it's not your child, it's my child, and it's like I thought it was our child, and it's like, well then we gotta get a divorce.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to go to therapy to break that one down.
0: I'm just saying facts.
1: Because here's here's the other thought. Here's here's another alternate route. Yeah. I'm gonna be a little crazy here. Okay. Um you you work out what you want to do with mm-hmm. a child with someone else before you bring the child into it and not say like
0: oh that does not make it any easier. No,
1: it doesn't. And you will have disagreements, but like that's why you talk about a lot of it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. You front load that conversation so you're not like
0: wait and then here comes the the disdain for the um, the many years that you and the other person raising this child have to put up with because you always get your way in what you have to say about the upbringing of our child. I'm not recreating a, a scene from my childhood. I, I don't you believe you. I, I don't believe you. No, 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 no,
1: no, no. If I had
0: to use an example from my childhood, I I, I distinctly remember overhearing an uh, argument of my mom and dad about furniture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I was growing too tall for my bed we couldn't afford a new bed so mom was like why don't you take some extra shifts at your job so that we can get a bed for our sons because they can't share this small bed forever Mm -hmm. and next thing you know um, dad's like okay sure yeah whatever comes back home with a mattress he found on the side of the road Mm -hmm. and that was like What we used to do before my little brother was born, right? But you know, it's like things change. Yeah, raising a child is not any easier. I
1: don't want to raise
0: a child. A child. Period.
1: Without a healthy partnership
0: (laughs) with that, because
1: if I can't have that's not healthy. You can see my face right now. Oh,
0: I think I think they can hear your face right now. Yeah,
1: but I think mm. I think your face, listener, looks like my face right now, too. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people, a lot of people... A lot of people. A lot of fucking a lot, people. I'm going to name them. And I'll fucking name... I, I will name them. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people do have kids because they think that's what they're supposed to do. Like, I'm supposed to get married, and I'm supposed to have kids, and mm-hmm. that's what I'm supposed to do. And um, they don't think about raising kids and, like... Yeah. What that looks like, I love kids, uh-huh. and I would be an amazing father. Yeah. With that being said, I am not going to do that to a child. I'm not going to be the only adult in their life. It won't. I'm not going to be the person who's making every decision. No.
0: You can make the decisions together.
1: Right. So I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a. I'm going to find a healthy partnership first. Then maybe consider kids. So it's like partnership
0: what? as in two people. Yes, well, you know, there can be different definitions of partnership. like i I know people of threes raising children. like I mean that's there's no right or wrong way. That's fine too. that's just gonna a lot it's a lot more a lot more variables. Mm-hmm.
1: But here's the thing. yeah raising ra- you shouldn't be deterred from raising a child because you're single you're or you're worried <laughs> about not agreeing with your partner about something
0: or if you're single. That shouldn't deter you, right?
1: Yeah. I just know... if I For me, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. It's not going to fly. I'm not going to be... I'm so
0: curious to know why.
1: Because I um, don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, that's I don't want to be the only person responsible for this child's well-being. I want to take a break sometimes. You want
0: to blame somebody else, maybe? No.
1: I want to say... I want to look at my person and be like, hey... I'm about to lose my shit because this fucker won't shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm gonna walk, go for a walk. Yeah, you handle the fort, and they're gonna be like, great.
0: Or they're like, well, I'm in the middle of this Dungeons and Dragons tournament. I just, I just can't. Just not.
1: Um, See so again, or get a babysitter. That would no. <laughs> I'm just because I'm just gotta come home and yeah. take care of shit. A nanny. No, it's not going to work for me. Okay, it's, it's a no for me. I'm
0: just throwing all the possibilities out there, just just to see, like, if there's just be as much as answer. I don't want
1: to be a single parent. Yeah. You don't want to be in a healthy relationship. <laughs> and an advocate, so,
0: <laughs> I yeah, that's not at all what the case is. <laughs> okay, um, there's no right or wrong way, in my opinion, uh-huh. to raise a child, and wow. I. There, I, there, are, there are ways there
1: are things you can do to make your child uh, not traumatized Of course of course and you know and I don't think a lot of people realize that
0: Well, I think what I'm saying is like there's no amount of knowledge, there's no amount of books you can read
1: mm-hmm. that yes will... you objectively will fuck up at some yes. point. I would yeah. just rather uh, fuck up with somebody else I, and give my give my kid a little bit less fucked up than it would be if it was just me.
0: So that's the root of We've why you much... don't want to raise a child alone because you don't think you're capable to do it alone. You need. No, and I don't want to do it alone. I that's think right. it's too much work. Oh. Well, I, yeah, it, it is a lot of work. It's too much work
1: for me to handle by myself. Yeah, I agree. Also, the fi- financially, it is not realistic for me to raise a child by myself. Mm-hmm. Even, right in, 10 years, even oh. in 10 years. It would not be. I don't have any kind of, yeah. We're not going to get into my finances on this <laughs> podcast, but What's you your one Kate like? I don't have one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I used to like want to have kids and then I worked at a preschool and I said, no, mm-hmm. I'm good. I'd rather keep my money to myself. My shoes are my kids. I have Let me two. see how
1: well you treat those, so.
0: Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> If we want to read, let's read. Because I treat my shoes very, very well. The ones that I wear regularly, they don't have any scuff marks on them. Mm -hmm. Their shoelaces are still, they still have anklets on them. So Anklets? I said what I said. (laughs) They have anklets? Anklets. (laughs) Because I buy name brand shoes. Okay. Anklet Co. (laughs) Amy, I have two little cats and they're, you know... They're, they're not taking better than my shoes, but, you know, mm-hmm. they eat the... uh they need to. They eat whenever the fuck they want. That's true, they do. Yeah, and if I don't feed them when they say feed them, they will, like, slap me across the face. And they're clawed, too, so yeah. it's, like, not fun. Well, I mean, they don't claw my face because they know better. Yeah. But, like, they'd be like, hey, meow, meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow,
1: And you're like, oh my God, no way. And
0: I'm like, girl, what? That's crazy. Yeah. And they're like, nigga, we said it up. <laughs> and I'm like, Boots, you can't say that. But Pancake, you can't. <laughs> Pancake, you're fine. Okay, you want to know something really fucked up? What? Pancake's name was going to be Nigger Boots. But none of my friends could say it. And
1: this is Bring Back My Girls Podcast. (laughs) The (laughs) podcast where we talk about anything. And everything. RuPaul's Drag Drag Race. Specifically right now, Drag Race Season 13, Episode 10, Freaky Friday Queens. I'm Sugar. I'm Tim. And this is Bring (laughs) Bring Back Back My My Girls Girls Podcast. Podcast.
0: Um, Uh, Nigger Boots.
1: Anyways, um, not the hard R. What's your tea?
0: Um, By the way, I'm black, so... (laughs) For anybody who's just joining I can say that um, my tea I have recognized since last week's episode of bring back my Heroes podcast we're talking about anything everything we're most right yeah. we right now season Didn't 17 that, episode, so episode 10, 10 every Friday, Friday Queens. Queens yes 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 um, that I am going through PTSD Um, Me and Emily and Frank had this conversation last night while you were in the bathroom or talking to the boys or something, I don't Uh. know, where this time last year is when everything stopped, ceased, Mm -hmm. was put on pause Mm -hmm. and we weren't technically allowed to leave the house, like we were encouraged to stay indoors and there was so much uncertainty Mm -hmm. about the real world that you cower in your room and everything and me not wanting to go outside right now Mm -hmm. is just seasonal trauma Mm. because last year the the same pattern was happening yeah i had the whole world on my you know fingertip right and my body or like my psychosis is recognizing like it's been a year Mm -hmm. so no And I'm making an effort to not be that way anymore. Work. Yeah. um, It's going to take some time. Like a few weeks or so. Because I I still want to lay in bed and just be on TikTok. Yeah. But at least I know there's an answer. Okay. And that's my tea. Very cool. Yeah.
1: Hey, however you...
0: However, you need me to support you in that. With I'm, a blanket. Okay. Sure. Um, Thanks. <laughs> you let a bitch know. If that's just like.
1: This is comfort. Being silly, if you need some silly times mm-hmm. out of the house, I'd be happy to give you silly times. Silly times.
0: Can I bring my blanket? Is there like a couch outside? Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, what well, division. Want division.
1: Want division. <laughs> that's. I'm. Experiencing PTSD for that from that being over. Oh, It was Agatha know. all along. Uh, it was Jackie Cox all along. Okay. Um, well I'm Jackie glad. Jackie Cox all oh, that
0: kind of goes. Jack
1: it was Jackie Cox. Oh, it does go. Yeah. I'm glad you have like clarity and peace from that. Sure. The sure or cheers? Sure. Cheer. I'm sure bitch. Joyce. Does... Joyce? Does... I do my hair to says Check me, my nails. Timson Hey, me, how you <laughs> White people need to stop. <laughs> Play it. Okay. Play it. So Tim sends me this on Friday. Yeah. Uh just out of nowhere. <laughs> oh. oh, no wait, no no, he starts from the beginning. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. My my it's the way he says toss. He says, I'm doing my hair toss. <laughs> I do my hair toss. My White people need to stop. I'm not even going to give them anything more than that.
0: You're not going to list the band. You're not going to list anything. No. <laughs> don't give that motherfucker a Like,
1: what in the Christina Aguilera not opening her mouth is this? I do my head. T- but it's not like Screamo screaming. It's just like, I do my head. It's like fucking Louis
0: Armstrong. Yeah.
1: Hey ties! Check my legs! Baby, how you feel
0: please, please, please play that part. Okay. Baby, how you feel it?
1: It's like, what in the Shakira? What in the Shakira Armstrong <laughs> What in the Shakira Armstrong Aguilera am I listening to?
0: Oh, hold on. Shakira Armstrong Aguilera. That's hilarious. Next up on Snatch Game Shakira Armstrong Aguilera. Get on up! No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> How do
0: you spell Aguilera?
1: A G U I L E R A.
0: Aguilera. What's your tea?
1: What is my tea? Um, we drank last night. Ciao. And I'm really sad today. (laughs) I'm sad about everything. Well,
0: that's what y'all get for wanting to get those fancy cocktails with oat milk and turmeric in it. It was delicious. It was delicious. I didn't drink that
1: much. I had like three drinks. Mm -hmm. I just am so sad today about everything. You say something. Ask me if I'm sad about, like what I'm sad about. What are you sad about? Everything. Do you want a specific? Children? It makes me sad. (laughs)
0: Raising them by yourself, that really just butters your biscuit. I it?
1: went grocery shopping today and I forgot to buy coffee, so I had to stop off at Lund's downtown. Yeah. And I was sad. I almost cried.
0: I don't mean to make you upset, but I want to go back to this children thing for a second. You will not let this go. No, I no, I won't. I have another. I have another devil's advocate. Okay. What if you find the partner, y'all are raising the child together, mm-hmm. and they leave you?
1: That's different. You don't have a choice at that point. Well... No. You signed up for a kid. With, with a partner,
0: and they left you, and you just specifically told me you will not raise a child alone.
1: Also, though, th- th- we would have split custody.
0: You, so that's for sure happening, huh? Yeah. Well they like, I don't? Unless I like, want to, like, uh, what is it? Uh, if they died? No, no, no. I'm not
1: going to get rid of my kid. I'm not going to put my kid up. For no. Adoption. What
0: if your child? Not your child. What if your partner wants to forfeit their rights?
1: I would, you have to, you have to remember, yeah. I would never choose to be someone, to be partners with someone who would do that. Yeah. Even, even if that's so contentious between the two of us, mm-hmm. I would make a way to make it work. Mm. And if, and I would not, I would not be with someone who would willingly give up on their child.
0: So you heard it here, guys. If you're looking to take Sugar's heart, you can't leave them with a child. You can leave me with a child,
1: but we're gonna split custody. Yeah. I need at least one week in a month to myself.
0: <laughs> the second week.
1: Because <laughs> third is <just> on superior. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, is that your tea?
1: Um Yeah, sure. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> like I also just got sad because it was like, even if I have a kid, it's not gonna happen until I'm like 40. Isn't that something to think about?
0: No, it's not because you don't know that.
1: I mean, obviously, I don't know anything. Anything could happen. Like, anything could happen, right? But if I'm thinking of, like, what's probably going to happen, mm-hmm. what's probably going to happen is I, within the next two years, I'm going to meet someone. If And this isn't a perfect world. I need someone. They end up being the person I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. I need at least three four years with mm-hmm. that person before I want to start thinking about kids yeah well and then how long is the adoption process because I don't believe in surrogacy what <laughs>
0: see this turned. it okay moving on to something not else. that I
1: don't believe in surrogacy as like a thing and I don't believe in it for other people but for myself I don't believe in it
0: because there are
1: too many children without parents who need parents
0: so what so I, would adopt. You? I would adopt. Oh,
1: and the adoption process typically takes about two to three years.
0: Mm.
1: So we're probably looking at forty by the time I would get a kid. I'm still young. I know, but it's kind of sad. Well, am I gonna want to get at forty? I've been for forty probably. years without a kid.
0: <laughs> probably. And if I, you'd know, be so bored. <laughs> <laughs> like I haven't done dragon. 10 years. Right, because drag is the end-all-be-all of my career. (laughs)
1: Yeah, okay. Well. (laughs) Because it's the end-all-be-all of your career, too. (laughs) Drag ain't shit. I mean...
0: Drag is not shit. As as history shows us. You know, I ain't done shit since then.
1: Right. The second I... The second I if I start if I do drag again and I start gaining weight, I'm going quitting immediately. Yeah.
0: You're like, oh, put on a pound. I still have literally, <laughs> I have to
1: continue to lose weight while doing drag, otherwise, uh, it's not gonna happen. You better be
0: cinching in those uh fucking bodysuits.
1: No, I'm just not gonna I'm gonna work fine.
0: <laughs> used to wear one outfit. You just wear one outfit for the rest of eternity. Very cocoa peru of you.
1: I wish I could pull off a Coco Peru. I'm too ugly. You look a can either. Well, we learned that today. <laughs> we learned that this episode. Are we gotta do oh this my episode. Gosh.
0: I hope so. Okay. Oh, shit. We've been talking for been a while. It's good to God.
1: So we're talking about Drag Race Season 13, Episode 10, Freaky Friday, Queens. Mm. Elliot is gone and Utica... Who? Li- exactly. Elliot's gone and Utica, like, sucks the life force out of that lip sync and is jazzed as fuck. She comes after her, she's like I have the power. <laughs> fucking He this <He-Man's laughs> fucking dressing room, and <laughs> she's like, I can uh, now that I lip synced, I'm gonna win a challenge. Well, spoiler <laughs> alert. She talks. But you know, yeah, um, the girls talk about Simone's look, and um, she affirms the fact that she is that she's the bitch, and she's. only bitch here Mm -hmm. um and then like tries to remind the girls that drag is political to which all of them are like oh yeah (laughs) look at my sparky tight anyways tina is ready for a win and um she shaved her head
0: i saw well i mean i've seen that so many times in a dressing room yeah so i'm like okay so she does do drag if
1: you're a drag queen and you're listening to this it's never worth it oh my god because look tina's still middle of the fucking road <laughs> it's never worth it.
0: At least they can uh, say that. If,
1: I, if they can
0: do it on Drag Race, so can I. I'm not a booger. Well, keep, keep. Just a, because you know, you're on
1: Drag Race doesn't mean you're not a booger. Keep
0: submitting those audition tapes. We girls. still have
1: three of them in the cast right now. Hmm. Definitely two Michelle, Carson, Denali. Move aside. good Denali. All right. She peaked so quick. Okay, anyways, it's a new game in the workroom, and there are eight girls left, and they um, are so excited that they're done with Snatch Game. Denali is feeling mighty confident uh, this week, despite the fact that she's only won once and is in a separate competition uh, with Tina for the worst mug
0: of the season. (laughs) Well, Denali, you know, like she talked through Paul, she's like, top, save, 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 up, up, top, top, top. Yeah, yeah. And then she's still, yeah, she still
1: is ugly. Um, (laughs) But then she has the audacity to read Tina for her mug. I'm like, Donnelly, you can't, you don't have, you don't have the credentials to read right now. No. Like, you didn't pass third grade literacy. Like, you can't read Mm -hmm. because look at your fucking face. Yeah. Anyways, the other girls like to chime in, but she already didn't have herses. So it doesn't really matter, does it? No. RuPaul comes in and, um, explains that the girls are going to have a psychic reading with the famous medium, Char Margolis.
0: You know who that is?
1: I do because I've listened to What's the Tea with RuPaul Charles. <laughs> she also
0: has a show on Whopper's Plus. Does she really? Oh, yes, where she, like, gives readings to other drag race girls in drag. I hate that. It's so stupid. She did one for Nina Bonina Brown, and it was so fucking awkward. Because Nina was like, I think she had a puppy in her hand or something. <laughs> And it was just trying to be all fabulous. And you know, Nita Bonita Brown likes to stutter and can't get her <laughs> words out sometimes. So it's was just like, well, I did, I did, I did, I, did, I, did, I, did, I never thought of that. It's <laughs> like, oh. Anyway.
1: Um RuPaul says some magic words, jacks off some imaginary penises, and oh my God. did you not catch that? Yes, i caught that. Okay. And the girl That's where his wand is. Yes. Oh. What? Right. Yeah. They get magically transported uh, to the stage, and um, wow She says a bunch of very vague statements that really apply to any gay person. Mm-hmm. Did you have a anyone have a tough relationship with their father hmm. in here?
0: Did anybody receive a gift on December twenty
1: fifth? <laughs> um. Is there any sexual tension?
0: I caught this, didn't I? I said this in a previous episode of the podcast. I was like, Denali and Rose are fucking.
1: Yeah, and she got outed. Her affair got outed on national television. My boy Britt's gonna kill me. She then asks Utica if she lived on a farm and had a cow named Clara. And
0: Utica did. So. Is it a Oh, Clara? Yeah. My little clitters? My little Clit? Clit. Um, I still can't stand you from that last night.
1: Gottmik speaks only once to... <laughs> we played a Jackbox last night. And I got fucking robbed with that one... I was doing so shitty the whole night. And I gave a response of my little clit.
0: But I lost. Be, what was my answer? Not good.
1: I forget it what was it was. like was. I just wasn't playing to the audience.
0: What was the question? I don't know. Um. Oh... It was a uh, a roller coaster ride you wouldn't get on based on his name. No, that's not true. No,
1: because that one I put Debbie.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> that was stupid. And I put the menstrual cycle. That was pretty funny. Uh, so I forget, but I beat you still, and it's fine. Yeah, my little clip. Once again, not there were touched. too many
1: straight men in the room <laughs> to be like, I can't vote for my little. Also, flight.
0: nobody understood adjournagrom.
1: Yeah, that was pretty... Once you explained it, that was funny. Yeah. Anyways, um. Gottmik speaks only once this entire time and it's just to make fun of Tina and then Tina asks Char who's going to be the top four but RuPaul jacks off everybody too quickly and uh, (laughs) they come back to the workroom
0: I'm going to blow your load too quick
1: (laughs) yeah the girls are given psychic pairings based off their conversation with Char and our pairings are Rosé and Tina Denali and Olivia Simone and Utica to which we get to see the most awkward hug in RuPaul's Drag Race her Simona's cracked I should, fully cracked um,
0: she's like I'm going home
1: and got and candy it's makeover week Wee. but instead of making over strangers the girls have to make over each other they because they share their COVID hey COVID Tina anyways we uh, we partner off the girls start to chat a little bit Tina calls Rose a Scottish caveman and my soul leaves the chat <laughs> so um, they have to give us a Drag doppelganger and Rue gives them fabric, shoes, wigs, the whole nine yards. To which the girls use none of that. <sighs> Olivia well, calls herself the polite diva. Good. And I'm like, finally, bitch, finally. She
0: never denied it. She just never came out saying she was a diva because and now she to. An
1: and then, um, so her and Denali are trying on an outfit, and Olivia's like, I fucking hate this. I look hideous. Yeah. But she still wears it.
0: She's like, it's not very baba boom, it's just very baba. <laughs> I was like, Yes, Olivia.
1: She knew. She knew she was gonna be in the bottom. The second
0: she got paired with Denali,
1: she's like, fuck. <laughs>
0: well,
1: alright. Well. Um, Tina thinks Rose is a bitch, and Rose hates Tina's drag. So they're out, they're doing really, really well to begin <laughs> with. Um, but Rose is already thinking with the end game in mind. She says that if she has slip sync, it will not be in a gown. And I was I'm like, like, foreshadowing. That's literally what I wrote. We get to see Utica and Simone um, begin to talk. And Utica brings out her famous red dress and red top hat with the mouthpiece that forces your mouth open. And Simone has a panic attack.
0: Yeah, she's like in in a panderosa.
1: In a pan. In and you want panoramic? me to
0: share your mouth guard while we're in a Panasonic.
1: And uh, Simone is starting to see... Utica's brain work a little bit. Um, mm. and then she responds with, Well, I'm gonna put you in a BAPS look.
0: Ooh, girl. And Utica
1: Ugh. unshockingly doesn't know what BAPS is and is worried that it's gonna be taking it's gonna be taking its appropriation.
0: Okay. Now I'm gonna spend as little time as possible to talk about this um I love Simone, and I love her drag. And I'm really trying to not cancel myself because I sometimes have an issue when it comes to black queens who really push um, their art as... Blackity blacky black, 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 black. And I love that kind of drag. Like in a sense of the word, my drag was very black excellence drag in a way. Um, I made sure to uh, show people that original rock stars were all black. And just because I'm doing a song by a white person doesn't mean I'm not going to be black while doing it. And I'm not going to paint white or impersonate white or anything like that i'm gonna still be an original black person so when it comes to simone's drag i always get excited because i know i'm about to understand the reference i'm about to be very happy to see the reference that she's giving us on stage but then i also have to keep in mind that their personal life is something i have to take a look at too because just like some of my very favorite black queens from Drag Race who push their beautiful black excellence in their drag, they are also um, <clears throat> contributing to the beauty standards of gay, of, 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 of LGBT culture you in know, a culture. Yeah. Where um, they, especially in a predominantly white cis gay demographic area they are always and proud to be the token black person who's there to um willfully educate and um be a part of the community that denies them on a regular basis so for simone i mean whatever she brought to drag race is you know she can't control that
1: it's what it had to be because that she brought there were two of them
0: yeah and even though utica can sew just like how candy and mick had to sew it's not like they could really come up with a simone look like that you know because Utica's going to be the one to sew it and i'm pretty sure simone doesn't design her own outfits She just uses references from black culture to like recreate Mm -hmm. through designers. You know, nothing wrong with that. But when I see black queens, black entertainers be so willingly able to share our culture, something that's so specific to us Mm -hmm. and like be okay with or allow other cultures to um, either What's the word? Not diminish us, but like, you know, take us for granted uh, to allow them to half ass recognize what's going on and all this. Like, it's, it's just not the tea for me. So when she's like, I'm going to put you on, you know, in this Baps look, I was like, that's on you. This is, it's your fault that I'm uncomfortable with this. Because if I saw a white queen at a club come out in a batch look regardless of her putting on blackface or not but just coming out in something that's so black that's so mine that's so ours that's so for us and you put her in it what does that say about you you know what I mean like that's that feels a little irresponsible to me um and on the runway I don't want to jump ahead too far again but it's like They weren't wrong when they were like, it's not about the color of the skin, it's about the appreciation, it's about, you know, the... There's a difference between appreciation and appropriation, though. Yeah, and she definitely didn't appropriate... Well, (laughs) she. she, I'm going to be controversial, too. Go ahead.
1: It's literally the definition of appropriation. (laughs) She literally has assumed something that is a part of another person's culture Mm -hmm. for her individual financial profit why did it have to be a bachelor she won five thousand dollars for this this challenge
0: did it go to any uh black organizations
1: probably not girl and so I, i i mean i can't speak to that but like if we're talking about like in an in art specifically what is cultural appropriation it is using the the someone else's culture to create profit and to further your own name. Now, she didn't have a choice. No. So... Okay. She... She... she could have said no. expressed her
0: concern mm-hmm. and coming off of a week where she was in the bottom for fear of appropriation. Right. I'm pretty sure there was something in her that was like, I'm going to listen to the black people in the room mm-hmm. and calm down. But there, it didn't seem like there was another option.
1: Because RuPaul was like, as long as you're coming from love, then it's not a big deal. And
0: and RuPaul's the biggest coon of them all. So I don't like, he's definitely one of the things I'm talking about. This will
1: be the last episode of Bring Back My Friend no, podcast because no, we're about to no, get a cease and desist absolutely. from RuPaul Charles. Ooh, like,
0: RuPaul knows who, who the fuck we are. He's too busy getting that Aussie dick. Listen, RuPaul is one of the main. Queens, I was referring to earlier when I was talking about how black queens share their culture with white audiences and with their white partners and with their white family, friends, like people in their chosen family. They allow their white friends to pick up affectations and take different influences from our culture to use in their drag. It has been done for a very long time and Black queens don't, uh, I, I don't want to say this for every black queen, because I want to give it up for queens like the Vixen, queens like Shay Coulee, queens like Simone, for example. Like, these are all great black queens that share their culture, share the culture I share with them as a black person, with the world, but they don't, or at least they choose not to recognize when a white queen is also picking and choosing different parts of our culture, different parts of our drag or our narrative, mm-hmm. and applying it to themselves, mm-hmm. and using it and benefiting and and becoming financially stable off of it. Like, it's not even just black culture. Trixie Mattel is, is literally a white-passing queen, half Ojibwe, half Native, mm-hmm. but stole anime characteristics in her makeup And now she's one of the richest drag queens in the world we have to recognize these things and we are allowing well i don't want to say we're giving our culture to these white drag queens but simone gave my culture to utica for this challenge and i just really want to know if there was another outfit that was still black excellence but not this specific reference this is like a a black movie staple that's near and dear to a lot of black people's heart right so to see you literally, literally putting this on the queen and telling her you're going out there like this because that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. She can't do that. She, she's, she's not supposed to. Right. So rant over. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. That's just how I feel. But we can continue.
1: It very much was like we are going to push this narr- narrative of everybody say love and <laughs> everybody, like, like, the uh, we're, we're pushing the post-racial narrative. Yeah. And unfortunately, we can't do that. No.
0: And I've always said that Drag Race is very post-racial mm-hmm. in the way they cast and the way they treat all the contestants across the board fairly when it comes to, well, for the most part, fairly mm-hmm. when it comes to judging. And it's never really about, like, race when it comes to judging. It's, it's whether... Your drag is up to par or not? Right. So there's a lot of like booger boots queens who are both white and black and Asian and mm-hmm. and Latinx and like if you have bad drag then you're just gonna be in the bottom. That's right. just how it is. Doesn't matter your skin color, bitch. Like, right. it, it's if you
1: fuck up in the challenge, you're going home. Yeah, it doesn't For matter if lipstick. you're
0: if, if you're old, young, fat, skinny. It's all about the drag in the day. So I've always said that Drag Race has been very post-racial, but this was not the time to be post-racial. Right. Especially when somebody's Point of view is literally race, race. Right. Like her drag is celebrating her blackness. Right. So she can't celebrate her blackness through another white queen's body. Mm -hmm. What in the get out movie is this? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. But you know, that's just me. That's just me. I still love the show. I you know I'm. I'm 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 glad it wasn't as bad as it could have been. It could have it could have been way worse.
1: It could have been way worse. Still wasn't great, but still could have been still wasn't worse. great. Yeah. I think it, I think partially that's because she's a terrible makeup artist. Well, as we see, as we saw. <sighs> moving on. Okay. Mick and Candy are like uh what like that hands <laughs> yeah. up emoji.
0: I felt bad for them. I did too. I they was were like, like, this is y'all are making these queens really work. put in the work. Yeah. But, like, specifically Mick and Candy. Yeah. You're making them, like, I thought Mick was going to give, like, because they're the first trans man of -hmm. of the series, I thought they were, like, going to just basically hand the crown to him. Yeah. They're making Mick and Candy work. Right. Because they just can't swap outfits. No.
1: No. They're, like, Mick's torso is the size of, like... A thigh. Yeah. A calf, bitch. (laughs) On
0: Candy. Girl.
1: Um, so Rue comes in for a little chat first with Mick and Candy. Um, Rue asks Candy if she's psychic and she says that she doesn't have a sixth sense for knowing when she's going to get trade. Um, (laughs) and then we also learn that, um, she gives good mouth.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to see it.
1: Um.
0: Let me find out. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We also
1: find out that Mick is adopted and Rue calls her black Irish. Um...
0: What I just say about Rue being one of those queens? Mm,
1: the girls supposedly can paint. Well, we know we know that Got Mick can paint, um, and Candy said that she worked as a makeup artist for three years.
0: More qualified than Got Mick, apparently.
1: Apparently, and hmm. we'll see if that's true. With uh, Rue calls out Olivia for being in the bottom, and Denali thinks she's gonna win. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Rue's like, "Oh, you think so?"
1: <laughs> With we go to Tina and Rose, and Tina hates pink, and then. Um, Rue reads the filth out of Rose's walk and she's like, oh, you just do so much. Yeah. You just do so much. And she's like, Rose's like, I do? What the fuck?
0: Um Jan. Right. <laughs>
1: right. We know. Um, and then then Rue reminds Tina that she hasn't won anything. So that's basically it. Then Simone and Utica. Um Simone hasn't painted anyone except like twice before coming here.
0: First time was mm-mm. Uh,
1: mm-mm. And Rue laughs. Yeah. Um, Utica says that she's spray painted people before, and that's it. To which Utica, if you're listening, I want to remind you that you um, <laughs> gave you were the only drag queen to ever give me actual good makeup advice. Mm-hmm. Um, So say what you want about Utica, but like I didn't know how to paint my eyebrows until you. But did she
0: paint room. you, or did she just she like did. guide you?
1: No, she did. It was it was when Ooh. I did that one photo shoot. Yeah, I was at my house that I looked stunning. I was. She did. She did one eye and then she sat with me while i did the other mm. and she was like okay now do this and i was like wait oh uh, and then she's like okay yeah, now you're gonna do this and i was like oh and then she explained every single step as like why we do it to like how to shape my face and make it look how i want it to look there you
0: go i mean utica does a lot on tv and say she never paid anybody so utica i just wish you know probably because you quit drag <sighs>
1: Like, I was talking you her before that. Uh, like, she listened to this podcast. Um, but I just wish she was more authentic on the show because she's got it. Yeah, she's, well... She knows what the fuck she's doing. If
0: she's authentic on the show, then the world would hate her like Minneapolis does.
1: No, I think Minneapolis hates her because she's not authentic to Minneapolis queens. Except, like, five of us.
0: Hmm. Anyway...
1: Anyways, um, the girls practice each other's walk, and um, I say, Rosé and Tina just fuck already. (laughs) (laughs) Mick is losing it. Um, Yeah. uh, is just losing it. Losing it. She's just, (laughs) like, standing on stage cackling. At herself. At herself. Um, And then they come back into the room, and uh, the girls ask to see her walk.
0: And she loses it. And she loses it again. She loses it again.
1: <laughs> it's just, she, like, who? Are you okay, girl?
0: <laughs> Mick is like, I'm about to learn lip sync song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Because <laughs> I've never heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> it's Elimination Lopez Day. Woo! Tina and Rose start to talk about what they learned about each other. Um, and Rose says that she needs to come out of her, her shell more, be a little bit more bold. Come out of your shell. Like Tina. And Tina is like, maybe I need to be more sensitive with my boldness. Um and but then we have this weird sexual attention kai kai moment and it's very like y'all want to know what it's like to be a drag queen. This is what it's like to be a drag queen mm-hmm. in a dressing room. Every single time. Unwanted sensual
0: attention. Like everybody is like literally in pads, but we're all like sexualizing each other. Yeah. Because Ooh, we see a hairy back. Manly. Ooh.
1: Especially wow. in the city. Um, we see Denali blocking down Olivia's brow. And it, it, when I watched it the first time, I could barely hear what was going on. So I didn't know who was expected to be, like, front runner or anything yeah. in this episode. All I knew was in that moment that they were going to be in the bottom two. <laughs> because she had the most oatmeal, crunchy-ass brow. Someone who has clearly never used prosane before. It just was like, you're going to be the bottom, girl. Well... You're going to be the bottom. Um, And then we get to learn a little bit about Denali and Melania's drag inspiration. We cut to Utica and Simone, who are really trying to focus on a place of love Mm -hmm. because um, it could very easily become something that it shouldn't be. It became something that it shouldn't be. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We learn why Mick does the white face.
0: Oh, we did?
1: Yeah, because. um, Oh, shit. Before she transitioned, and like as she was. She never really. Connected with that side of her, of her gender identity, ad- yeah. d- gender identity, because trans men are supposed to be masculine, mm-hmm. and she never thought of herself as very masculine, as a very masculine man rather, and so there was a lot of pressure to look a certain way, and, and she would only go out looking like a clown because then she wouldn't be consumed as like or uh, canv- confused as a bio queen. Yeah. So um, it was that was kind of like a nice little. Moment to get into the into oh. peek into the brain, basically. That's good, and then they also talk about Kane's comments, blah 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 blah, whatever. Yeah, um, we reveal Rose after she's been painted by Tina, and she looks
0: fucking beautiful. Awful. Oh my god, it's like when it's, it's, it's like women's crackers, like meet Miss Cookie. Oh, I'd rather not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. RuPaul, comes out in a red sequin gown with a nude illusion peacock in the middle. I
0: loved this. Okay, I thought it was so glamorous.
1: I loved it in post after they changed the nude illusion to actually match her skin color.
0: Well, I thought it was like a breastplate that went all the way up to the neck, and I'm like, this is why RuPaul's not moving his head. No, it wasn't. No, it was. No, just like it, a, was um, it was a gown. And it had a, like... And it had a cutout. An illusion cutout, cut yeah. Uh,
1: so it was, like, underneath the titties was mm-hmm. an illusion cutout. Mm-hmm. And it was a different color than her chest.
0: Lighting. That lighting, uh, or maybe just no. the lighting. You don't think so? No. Nope. It, was, it I, was not I, I noticed, I was because like...
1: Because no matter where she walked on, if she was on the stage, if she was sitting down, it didn't match.
0: I thought I saw, like, collarbone underneath a breastplate that went all the way up.
1: No. No.
0: That's... Great. I, regardless, good uh, um, effort, bad execution. Yes. <laughs> um,
1: our judges this week are Michelle, Carson, and Lonnie Love. And our Everybody cate- say Lonnie Love. Lonnie Love.
0: Mm.
1: And our category is Freaky Friday Queens.
0: So the premise is that each of these queens comes out as the other queen of their that, pairing. Of their pairing mm-hmm. Which is, if anybody is just not coming back to Drag Race after being out of commission for watching for... Ten seasons. Uh-huh. They would be like, oh, this is not a great way to be introduced to the franchise, because I don't know who these queens are.
1: Exactly. And apparently neither did the queens. <laughs> so, up first is Rosé, uh, Boo. Ciao. Boo. She has this, uh, old, made, 1950s housewife, um
0: ugly dress ugly. that says
1: tina burner and stones and reveals into a leopard print leo it's ugly it's ugly her makeup's ugly her hair's ugly the whole thing's ugly 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 dude yeah tina um i say
0: yikes i you know when i saw this dress in the in the workroom i was like this is ugly mm-hmm. and then she put it on i was like this is the best tina has ever looked yeah and it's, she still looks bad what's what's with the mouth why was it open the entire time in, in like an o shape.
1: Maybe she was trying to give Rose A.
0: But Rose doesn't do that. I know. I I just saw exposed teeth the entire runway.
1: I think I think you need a little bit of a harsher makeup with her.
0: I didn't even recognize her as Tina Burner. I didn't. Which is like which is, good on Rose yikes.
1: But her face is a little too strong to have that little yes. cosmetic
0: yeah same for rosé same for rosé hey whoa 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 if if tina's face is too strong for the amount of makeup that you put on rosé but she puts on herself every day was well, that safe for tina
1: they're both strong in very different
0: places <laughs>
1: um i i think she looked ugly
0: they both did. <laughs> it's, fine. it's okay
1: yeah not it wasn't cute
0: i like the hair on her that's about it that i, I she look looked really good in pink hair well, she hates
1: pink. It's <laughs> her least favorite color. How would you even... How dare you? Moving on. Olivia, I say, I said, why did she do that to you? Boot, 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 <laughs> boot, 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 boot. Why are your what? eyebrows so far apart?
0: Also, the outfit, they were like loofahs, right?
1: I don't fucking know.
0: Loofahs glued onto it looked, a mini dress. It
1: looked like it hadn't been washed.
0: It just like it wasn't fluffed. It, like, it wasn't steamed. It, outfit was a boot. It's a boot.
1: The nails were cute.
0: The nails were cute. But the
1: the wig had too many flyaways. And her makeup is unforgivable. The makeup was unforgivable. Yeah. And I, I think her makeup was worse than Tina's on Rosé.
0: Well, the, both the... the Rosé and Denali, Tina and Olivia, all look terrible. It
1: should have been a four-way lip sync. <laughs> should have... But Denali didn't look terrible Denali, because, because of didn't the look makeup. Better. Denali looked terrible because Denali just doesn't have the, the face for me. I don't
0: the think makeup. she had that that much cosmetics on. And if anything, she should have used color corrector because that Ooh. girl was looking quite stubbly. She
1: did put her face... Like, Olivia put her face on Denali. A Denali. Put yeah, her but
0: Olivia on. has the face for Olivia's yes, face. Yes, she does. Denali needs extra TLC because she's so... Chiseled. Yes, she's so sculpted. Mm-hmm. Like that's just her natural features. Mm-hmm. When you have a canvas like that, you just Olivia's face is round, supple. Mm-hmm. Like all her feminine features are already like prominent. Uh huh. So when you have brick house Denali,
1: oh, she's a brick
0: shit brick house. Oh god. Um, then you realize you can't just pop like a nude lip on that. Yeah, you can't. It's just it's you can't.
1: So Denali is in this sequin gown and this red hair. Oh, <sighs> um, Terrible. But I said, what I wrote is, you better worship the ground Olivia walks on because you have never looked that good in your life and you will never look that good again.
0: I really wanted to see Olivia in that gown instead. No, of course. Like, that's, that's just the whole basis of this team. Like, I wanted to see Olivia in that gown. Right. And I, I'm robbed of that now.
1: Yeah. Up next, we have Simone. Um, And I said, ugh. And then um, after her, we have Utica, and I just put like 16 periods. Because I.
0: All right. And I, I think
1: we've talked about them already.
0: Well, we didn't talk about their, or at least we didn't talk about Simone as Utica. Because um, if Simone's too worried about appropriate. Uh, no, if Utica's worried about appropriating, then I could argue that the hair that Simone was wearing was dreadlocks. It was yarn. Yeah. What? Well, and some people put yarn in their hair as dreadlocks. Oh. Yeah. As dreadlocks? Mm-hmm. You can you, you can sew yarn into your into black hair with like legit the same functions as like knitting. But I didn't and think it comes out I hair. thought
1: you would, they would braid with it.
0: They can do it like a, you can do anything with like yarn and black hair. It's kind of magical. Let me show you.
1: I mean, I okay, I understand yes that it can be used that way, but I don't it didn't I to me it did not read as a dreadlock. It read as like fairy nymph. Yeah. Yarn. Yeah. The, the... yeah. I didn't give me that vibe, though. Mm.
0: It can be argued. I mean, regardless, the hair was cute because it matched, like, the underlining of that stupid gold yeah. poncho. Did Simone act Utica? Yeah. Watered down, yeah. I don't think Simone can flow as well as Utica can because, because Simone is, uh, no, Utica's leggy.
1: Well, that's the thing, Utica, So much of Utica, it's just fluidity. Because Brand is lanky.
0: Yeah, lanky fluidity. Wacky and even the crotch
1: ball. on that yeah. bodysuit was like at her
0: knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Utica asked Simone. We we talked about the implications behind it. I still think it could have been worse. Yeah. It was, I was just very, like, uh, uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, I don't ever want to see a white queen do this ever again. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see another white queen. This is just giving white people permission to dress up as black characters from black movies. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Like, imagine, like, we saw the, like, memes that we made fun of during Black Panther. When, like, white people showed up to the movie with African garb and they did mm-hmm. the Wakanda symbol, not in blackface or anything, but they had the shikis on and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, that's not how you appreciate this art. Right. I get that you are, you want to be involved because it's less about black culture and more about the movie. Black Panther especially. It's a Marvel movie and there are so many Marvel movies. I mean... It's just on the nose a little bit. You can't. If do you
1: that. but if you changed if you changed BAPS with some other yeah. like culturally iconic movie from yeah. non-dominant Western culture, mm-hmm. it would read it just as offensive.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I guess I'm not being I mean,
1: how many times have girls dressed up as Pocahontas and are canceled?
0: True. Uh, on Drag Race. I mean, like, the same goes through all mediums of not-white art. So, right. uh, But we also see black queens in what is Western white art. Like, we've we, we had Madonna runways. We've had Cher runways. It's different, though. It's because it's not about the specific race. Yes. Like, BAPS is... It stands for Beautiful African Princess and something with S. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... Utica is not a beautiful African princess. <laughs> uh,
1: so Mick looks like Madonna. Yes. Like, to a T. Yes. I'm like, oh my God, why didn't you do what? Because Monica, Madonna wouldn't be a good snatch game. But holy shit, you look just like Madonna. Yeah. And um, for Candy, I just said fucking yes.
0: The, the thing about Candy, I was hoping that like she would have got, like, a Mick face. Like, a like a total, like... She had a half Mick face. Yeah, it was just, like... I mean, it was still gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But Mick has come out an entirely clown white face. And, like, yeah. it's just so good. And yeah. we just got most of the Mick face on Candy. She still looked good. I like this. I love the outfits. Yeah. Both of their outfits. I mean... They tailored her bodysuit. It,
1: it was... But at the end of the day, it was so... It was just a video.
0: Yeah, but, like... Candy's been wearing that bodysuit for years. That's true. And for her to like legit tailor that to yeah. mix body probably can't go back either. No, it can't. <laughs> no, it can't. Like, like, did you use a serger or just like a straight stitch? Right. Because there's no going back.
1: No, because like the way it matched up and lined up. Yeah. Too, yeah, yeah. There's no going they, back. You would have been able to tell if they kept the remaining fabric there. It's
0: crazy. <sighs> Poor thing.
1: I know. Anyway. <laughs> we get some critiques and they have to talk about what they what they learned about each other, but it's boring. But then we get to the good stuff. Yes. And Rue's like, okay, who should go home tonight?
0: Olivia, Olivia Rose Olivia, Rose says Olivia, Olivia. Tina Olivia, says Olivia. Olivia, Olivia
1: says Utica because she's taking into account the entire season. Denali says candy. <laughs> Simone says of all the people you could have chosen. Candy. Yeah. Really, bitch? Candy. You knew you knew what you were doing. Simone says Olivia, Utica says Olivia, Mick says Olivia, Candy says, Tina Burner, Tina Burner doesn't, or she goes, no, she says, she before she said, we had the hardest fucking job on this runway, We look at us, look at us, T- and, and then uh, uh, me, I'm the weakest one, no, Tina Burner doesn't orange own orange and yellow and red, and you would never see her looking like a hoe looking flawless.
0: Now check that.
1: We had the hardest job because we are different sizes and yet we made it work. All these bitches up here are the same size so there is no excuses as to why they look as weak as Olivia and Denali did. Just my opinion. (laughs) Fucking RuPaul was
0: like, you are safe to (laughs) say. I love that. I'm into that. (laughs) Because RuPaul loves the drama. He loves the drama. Michelle was like, well, (laughs) check that. (laughs) Where are the lies? Where are the lies? I don't know if this happened... It, I, this
1: might have happened in this episode or if in in uh, untalked. but she was like, she's like, this fucking bodysuit is, is Mugler. Like, Tina has never worn Mugler, would never wear Mugler. Like, I'm a fucking fashion icon. I'm a fashion bitch. This is fucking fashion. How dare you say that this is anything less than that? Whew. I'm like, you're right, because look at fucking what Tina's
0: wearing. Yeah, I mean, like for candy to be um accused of doing tina i'd be pissed to <laughs> tina drag when she's wearing moggler right sis bye no we're not doing this right and like don't get me wrong that mooglair bodysuit is not that great it's not great but damn she yeah. was so offended being compared to tina burger tuna burger not tuna burger <laughs> tuna burger was funny as fuck that's pretty good
1: all right, so during the judges' critiques um, while they're untucking backstage, RuPaul screams, Where was the blending? <laughs> when referring to Olivia's yes. face. So anyone who thinks that Denali still got robbed, just go back and listen to that over <laughs> and over and over again. Literally,
0: where was the blending? She hasn't blended all season. Period.
1: Is she blending anymore? Is she blending yet?
0: Mm-mm. Oh my god! Anyways, a line.
1: Come on, Fox, go get your daughter. Um, <laughs> Carson gives you racism tonight, and they joke about that for about five minutes, and then we get a Santino joke. So oh,
0: now Santino.
1: Candy and Mick are safe. Simone and Utica won. Tina and Rose are safe, and Olivia and Denali lip sync. Denali says, "I'm in the bottom for errors my partner has made, and I cannot believe, uh, and I can't believe that." And then I say, "This is why I fucking hate you." <laughs> Because if you have the audacity to look at Olivia in her fucking busted mug and say that you had no part in this failure, go the fuck home. Yeah. Well, um, oh, actually I said, uh, did you look at her face? 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 But did you look at her face? Did you look at her face? they Lifting to Shackles by Mary Mary and Olivia wins, then has a full meltdown. Denali is pressed. She gives us our new jam moment of the season.
0: Because she's like, bitch, if you don't stop crying Get off the stage so right. I, if I can get my moment.
1: Right. And I love uh, that.
0: I, well, here's the thing. I convinced myself Olivia sabotaged Denali in this outfit. You did. Because I'm like, every single gown that Olivia has worn, we have seen it reveal mm-hmm. into another, like, Leo. Leo. And when uh, Rose was like, I need to be able to lip sync if, if need be, I'm um, just like, okay, well, that is foreshadowing because Denali is stuck in this gown doing shackles by Mary Mary. <laughs> and then doesn't, uh, we? I find out that it actually was a reveal. It was a fucking reveal. And she just didn't reveal. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so Olivia won.
1: She didn't want to do ship lambs or anything like that because she thought it would be disrespectful to the message. To the
0: God? Ship. Fuck that.
1: Cause that—that's why you at home because you don't have the nerve.
0: Yeah, I hate it that Olivia was down there. I yeah. hate it. I'm Team Olivia. I don't know if I've mentioned that enough on this mm-hmm. podcast. I'm Team Olivia because I recognize myself in her the most. Yeah, just a shady, manipulative bitch, but will smile in your face about it and not yell. So no, not candy. Yeah. I mean,
1: I—I've been in enough dressing rooms with you, bitch, to know that you will yell
0: if need be. If need be, but all, but more often than not, I'm like,
1: girl, what the fuck about you? <laughs>
0: I will laugh in your face.
1: Yeah, but that's not what Olivia does. Olivia's just like,
0: I don't
1: know. I'm fine. We're fine. It's fine. <laughs> Are you talking about me? Like, it's not, it's like, it's like, see, I'm smiling.
0: Okay. Well. You know, it's
1: not like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, it's Like, that's very candy.
0: I guess. Either way, I'm glad Olivia's still here. Honestly. Bitch, don't be in the bottom again because I really am trying to get you to the top five. Yeah. Top four, maybe. I was
1: going to say top five. I you mean... You I... your tune very quickly because you were top four. Well, she's well,
0: she lip synced. She, she didn't have to before and has two wins. So I'm like, ugh. She's been in the top so much. Mm-hmm. Only been in the bottom twice. And I don't want to see her there again. I really don't. I I'm rooting for Olivia. I'm Team Olivia. Yeah, she's still my like phone's like screensaver. Yeah, the little black dress because she just looked so, she good. so good.
1: Could you imagine someone sending you home in your outfit?
0: In your outfit, in your makeup, in your hair. Yeah. No, gag. You know th- that this whole episode really reminded me of like Sashay Away with the Shenanigans. Mm. Cause like, as soon as they said Freaky Friday uh, Put this queen in your drag I'm like, this is shenanigans Some fuckery afoot Like, this is gonna be some shit yeah. That is under nobody else's control That Like, this is manipulation This is, it really reminded me Of like, Sasha Away right. Cause it's like, there was no reason Like, Denali was fair And like, I'm going home Based on like, other people's, you know, thing Like, to be honest, both of them Put them at the bottom. Right. Denali, you look terrible as Olivia, and Olivia, yeah. you look terrible as Denali. Both of you deserve to be there. Yeah. But the fact that, like, no matter how you look at it, unless you pull a got Mick and Candy or pull what they think of Utica and Simone, right, where you do the challenge fucking right, yeah, you're fucked. There's no way around it, and you're gonna get the wool pulled out from under you. Like, Denali and Olivia both have, like, wins under their belt. Right. So this was, like, a challenge that really, really just yank. It should, it really it should have
1: been Rosé and Tina. Yeah. If we're going to be honest. So. And, and Tina should have gone Tina home. Tina
0: should have went home. It's, yeah. she's It's kind of her time. Yeah. Like, Tina's done relatively okay this season. And I, I didn't say good. I didn't say yeah. great. But it's, like, out of everybody up there. Tina is like the weakest so far. Yeah. She hasn't won anything. Yeah, she hasn't even like been in the top more than once.
1: It would, have, I mean, it would have been Utica until this yeah. win.
0: Yeah, it's like right now we're looking at well, um, Utica has a win now. Yeah, but who's left besides Denali? Tina's near the bottom. Mm-hmm. Candy's near the bottom. But Candy has a win. A win, which means Utica's right behind her, yeah. or like right in front of her. And now Olivia is kind of in that area too because she just she was in the bottom last right. week, then lip sync. Now she's in the bottom this week, lip syncing. And now we have we have seven left.
1: Yeah. So who's who's going home? Tina, Utica, and then it's either Candy or Olivia, right?
0: I don't know, girl. Because
1: Rose's is going to stay.
0: Well, Denali thought she was going to stay too. Denali has a win. Well, no one else over. Uh, Did you think
1: Denali was going to stay?
0: Part of me... And, and I remember you yelling at me for this because I remember saying, like, Denali's runways are it. Especially... It was the episode of The Chandelier. She, she had one runway that was it. Well, she's had other runways that were okay, I guess. I can't think
1: of Right.
0: But, like... What about that uh, bag look?
1: I think what... Oh, you I, know? I mean, I think what we can say is for sure, Simone, for sure, got back.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, the... And then the other two...
0: Right now is anybody's game. It
1: could be Candy, it could be Olivia, it could be Rose. It
0: shouldn't be Candy, because Candy got eliminated by Simone, but RuPaul's like, no, your contract says you're making it to the top five, or whatever. Right. Right now, now that we're at seven, and this is episode 47...
1: I I mean, we could probably both agree it's not Tina, and it's not Utica in the top four.
0: Well, the race is getting closer now, because we're finally... Finally,
1: setting some bitches home.
0: We're finally like we started with thirteen. Yeah, and it's episode nine. That was yeah. this is episode ten, wasn't it? Yeah, this was ten. Thirteen girls. So we
1: should technically only have one episode left, oh right? God, two, one, two episodes so,
0: left. So yeah, guys, it's anybody's game. But it's anybody's game. Listen, hey, <laughs> <laughs> any final thoughts? No. Drag Race is starting to get a little spicy.
1: I know. I want more drama. More drama. That's why Candy can't go home.
0: And make sure you head over to Patreon. Subscribe to the ones I was able to get exclusive Drag Race UK content. Because we read the girls there too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Alright, until next time. Until next time. Bye.
0: Thank you all so much for listening to Bring Back My Girls Podcast. Bring Back My Girls Podcast was rated number seven on the top 25 RuPaul's Drag Race podcasts you must follow in 2020 on blogthespotcom slash RuPaul's underscore drag underscore race underscore podcast slash.
1: Send us an email at bringbackmygirlspodcast at gmail.com.
0: Bring Back My Girls Podcast can be listened to on Apple Podcasts, Player FM, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Listen Notes, and u which we don't know how we got on there either, but whatever. Listen there too.
1: Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to wherever you listen to this podcast.
0: You can like us on Facebook at Bring Back My Girls Podcast, and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BBMG Podcast. Be sure to head over to Patreon.com slash My Girls and donate to the $1 or $3 level to receive exclusive content by us over here at Bring Back My Girls Podcast. Now, my dear, you're safe. You may join the other girls.